أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب إليه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له 
وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وما قل وكفى خير مما كثر وألها وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Brothers and sisters, I remind myself and yourselves on this blessed day of Yawmul Jumu'ah to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the noble Qur'an, after a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqu allaha haqqa tuqatih, wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. O you who believe, Fear Allah the way he should be feared and do not die except in the state of submission to him. We ask Allah to die in the state. And we ask Allah to be resurrected in the state. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep our hearts firm on this state, the state of complete and total submission to him. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters, In the times that we live in, and in the place that we live in, there's no doubt that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has surrounded us with an immense amount of blessings and comfort in life and in livelihood. Seeing what is going on around the world and seeing our daily struggles here, and how they are different from those who are oppressed in the lands, those who are living in war-torn countries, those who are living in poverty around the world, we realize and we have to realize and recognize how much of a bounty Allah bestowed upon us and thank Him for this. But with this, we also live in a time and place where it is extremely difficult to cling on to this deen. It is extremely difficult to avoid sin. Because we live in a society where sin is accessible, where sin is normalized, where sin is seen as something good in certain cases. And as a matter of fact, we live in a society where it is abnormal to avoid sin in cer certain, when we talk about certain types of sins. And because of this, it is extremely hard to hold on to the deen. And the Prophet ﷺ told us this. He told us that there will come a time in the future where the person who is holding on to their deen, it is tougher for them to do this than to hold on to a burning piece of coal. And I want everyone to imagine when the Prophet ﷺ gives us an example, we don't just let it pass without imagining it. We should imagine holding coal. We all did barbecues before. We all know what burning coal is like. Imagine holding on to this. The Prophet ﷺ said, holding on to this is simpler and easier 
than holding on to the deen on, in these times. And there's no doubt that we live in these times where it is so difficult to cling on to our faith. A lot of us, we go about our day-to-day lives, we might listen to a khutbah on Jum'ah, like today, we might listen to a lecture on our way to work, on our way back, we might have someone who's close to us, a good friend who reminds us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but then it's over. It's there. We get reminded for an hour, two hours, three hours, one day, but then we go back to the same vicious cycle of sin. Sin, brothers and sisters, is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned us against in multiple ayat in the Qur'an. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not just tell us to avoid it. Allah described those who are successful as الَّذِينَ يَجْتَنِبُونَ كَبَائِرَ الْإِثْمِ وَالْفَوَاحِشِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He described those who believe as those who are constantly avoiding sin. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He reminded us that we have on our right and our left side angels who are waiting for everything that comes out of our tongue. Everything that we do so that they can record it and then it will be read to us on the day of judgment. مَا يَلْفِظُ مِنْ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ It is so difficult for us to imagine this in our day-to-day lives, being submerged in these fitan, these tests that surround us in every aspect of our life. Whether it's when we go to school or when we drop our kids to school, when we go to work and we do all types of dealings and business, and when we have to engage ourselves in all types of things that perhaps are displeasing to Allah and are sinful in nature. Every day, we go in and out things that the Sahaba radiallahu anhum would have saw as mountains on top of their heads. As a matter of fact, Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu said in a narration, and he lived, he was the longest living Sahabi, after the, one of the longest living Sahabis after the Prophet He said that, Wallahi, there are sins that you see smaller than the uh, abid, kalhasa. Some of these sins you see are so light and small. At the time of Rasulullah we used to see like mountains on top of our heads. There's no doubt that this is the time of the tabi'een and the tabi'eet tabi'een. So imagine in our times, imagine how light we see these sins. Wallahi, I was preparing, when I was preparing for this khutbah, I was reading some of what the salaf said, some of how the sahaba spoke about sins. When the Sahaba gave a khutbah about sin, what would they say? And I stumbled upon a khutbah for Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Turjuman al-Qur'an, one of the most noble Sahaba and one of the most knowledgeable 
of the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He stood up because he wouldn't only give khutbah, khutbah to, to students of knowledge. Tulab ibn Abbas, every day of the week was for a particular knowledge. One day is all tafsir, no other. One day is all hadith, no other. One day is all fiqh, no other. One day is all Arabic language, no other. And he would go about his life like this. He would dedicate whole days to one aspect of knowledge, or one science. But he gave one day to the public, to the people, and he would stand up on the pulpit and he would advise the people, whether it's in a khutbah or in a lecture. And in this particular khutbah, Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, and I would say it in Arabi and then I would translate it into English. And he gave this khutbah and directed it to the people of sin. Because even he noticed that the people became more and more easygoing when it came to sin. He said, Ya sahib al la ta'man aqibatu dhanbik. Wa'lam anna ma yattabi' ma yatba'u dhanb a'zam min al-dhanb nafsih. He said, O oh, sinner, O oh, sinner, do not feel comfortable with the consequences of your sin. Because you must know that what comes after the sin may be greater than the sin itself. What comes after the sin may be greater than the sin itself. فَإِنَّ عَدَمَ اسْتِحْيَاءَكَ مِمَّنْ عَلَى يَمِينِكَ وَعَلَى شِمَالِكَ وَأَنْتَ تَعْرِفْ الذَّنْبِ لَا يَقِلُّ عَنِ الذَّنْبِ You knowing or you not being shy from the angels on the right and the left writing your sins may be greater than the actual sin itself. And whilst you are laughing and smiling and enjoying this sin, that by itself, by Allah, can be even greater than the sin itself. And perhaps your joy when you finally attain this sin, when you are traveling to do it, when you are going to get it, when you are searching for it, and then you find it, and you get it, that joy that you feel is perhaps greater than this actual sin itself. And then he continued saying in his khutbah, وَإِنَّ حُزْنَكَ عَلَى الذَّنْبِ إِذَا فَاتَكَ أَعْظَمُ مِنَ الذَّنْبِ And perhaps your feeling of remorse or your sadness when you want to do the sin but don't get a chance to do it, that feeling of sadness is greater than the sin itself. And then he says, وَإِنَّ خَوْفَكَ مِنَ الرِّيحِ إِذَا حَرَّكَتْ سِتْرَكَ وَأَنْتَ تَرْتَكِبُ الذَّنْبِ مَعَ كَوْنِكَ لَا يَضْطَرِبُ فُؤَادَكَ مِنْ نَظَرِ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكَ أَعْظَمُ مِنَ الذَّنْبِ And you being fearful of the winds passing by to uncover you to the people and them discovering 
you in this sin and not being fearful of Allah, being constantly watching you and seeing you is greater than the sin itself. Meaning fearing others more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Ya sahibu dhanb, atadri ma kana dhanb ayyub alayhi salam heena abtalahu Allah azza wa jalla bi jasadihi wa malihi ayyub alayhi salam. For 18 years, he was tested with a sickness and afflicted with pain. For 18 years until everyone left him, all his close friends, although he was the noblest of his people, little by little as his pain got excessive and his sickness prolonged, the people stopped coming to visit him. By the end, it was only his wife and his close, close friend who never stopped visiting him. Everyone else forgot about Ayyub salam. What was the dhanb of Ayyub salam that Allah tested him for this long as a prophet? He said, إِنَّمَا كَانَ ذَنْبُهُ أَنَّهُ اسْتَعَانَ بِهِ مِسْكِينٌ لِيَدْفَعَ عَنْهُ الظُّلْمِ فَلَمْ يُعِنْهُ That test and calamity befell him because one miskin, one needy person, one oppressed person came to him and told him, can you help me uplift this oppression? Can you help me against this oppressor? And he did not help him. And that was enough for this test. So do not belittle the sin, brothers and sisters. Do not look down at the sin. Do not think that the sin is something light because the ulama in the past they said that israruka ala sagira hiya kabiratun bidatiha. That insisting on a small sin is like doing one of the major ones. هذا والله أقول ما سمعتم وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد الصادق الوعد الأمين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله اتقوا الله Fear Allah, brothers and sisters, fear Allah when you're by yourselves. Fear Allah when you are constantly in the state of dying, when your age is only getting older and older and your time is getting nearer and nearer and Allah is sending signs to you left and right, signs on your body like white hair, like wrinkles, like back pain, like joint pain. And when you see signs of your friends and people around you that are of your age that are dying and being afflicted with all types of tests and calamities, fear Allah when you know that death is approaching you and you are but merely days, hours, minutes, and seconds. That is what you are comprised of. That is what we are comprised of, brothers and sisters in Islam. So let us fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us fear Allah and forget those childish days, those days of heedlessness, those days of forgetfulness, those days of godlessness. It is time to make the change before it is too late. Do we want to be in a casket like the brother today? We prayed a janazah after the first Jumu'ah. And every day someone dies. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَوَلَمْ نُمَكِّنْ لَهُمْ حَرَمًا آمِنًا Or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he said, وَيُتَخَطَّفُ النَّاسُ مِنْ حَوْلِهِمْ And you see people from around you being taken and taken and taken, yet we still do not take heed. Taking heed, brothers and sisters, is not by listening to a khutbah and shedding a tear. Taking heed is not by changing for one or two days. Taking heed is not by saying, wow, that's deep. Man, I liked your khutbah. Allahu Akbar. That is not taking heed. As a matter of fact, that is a sign against you. And that is a proof against you on the day of judgment. But the one who is awake, the one who is wakeful, the one who truly expects to meet Allah with their actions, is the one that listens and then obeys. Listens and takes accountability and responsibility. And the one who listens to the haqq and then follows it. Indeed, the ones who remember are the ones who truly believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah to make us from them. The poet said, دَعَنْكَ مَا قَدْ فَاتَ فِي زَمَنِ الصِّبَةِ وَاذْكُرْ ذُنُوبُكَ وَابْكِهَا يَمُذْنِبُ لَمْ يَنْتَهِ الْمَلَكَانِ حِينَ نَسِيتَهُ بَلْ أَثْبَتَاهُ وَأَنْتَ لَاهِنْ تَلْعَبُ وَغُرُورُ دُنْيَاكَ الَّتِي تَسْعَى لَهَا دَارٌ حَقِيقَتُهَا مَتَاعٌ يَذْهَبُ Leave the times of... of of enjoyment when you are young, leave the times of foolishness when you are young, and remember instead the sins that are going to be accumulating against you on the day of judgment. Indeed, the angels did not stop recording when you stopped thinking about them. Indeed, they wrote more when you stopped thinking about them. And know that this dunya that you're running and chasing after, this dunya that you're trying so hard to attain, the wealth, the status, the cars, the houses, the respect, the nobility, the status, everything will end and only Allah's face will remain. It will all stop. It will all cease to exist. And then when you are resurrected, the only kisat right now we're wearing, we're wearing beautiful custom-made thobes, we're wearing Gucci, we're wearing Prada, we're wearing nice clothes, designer clothes that we go and pick and choose. But on the day of judgment, the only thing that will clothe you is or are the good deeds that you accumulated in this life. So let us, the same way we shop for clothes, and we pick the best garments for ourselves, and the best smells for ourselves, let us go and prepare the garment for the akhirah. Let us prepare the garment for Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Let us prepare the garment we will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with, Yawm Al-Qiyamah, so that Allah says to us, Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna, irji'i ila rabbiki. Let us be from the ones who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells, O nafs, O nafs that was very tranquil and calm, that was very serene in this dunya, comfortable with the promise of Allah. Come back to me. Come back to me with pleasure and with my pleasure. Enter into my Jannah, enter with my righteous servants. We ask Allah to make us from 
the righteous. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who are completely forgiven for their sins. Oh Allah, accept our tawbah. Oh Allah, make this a day for us that is recognized as a day of repentance by you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Oh Allah, make this Jum'ah not pass except with a sincere repentance to you from every sin that we did. Oh Allah, we repent to you from all the false and short repentances that we did in the past. Oh Allah, forgive us. Oh Allah, we ask you on this blessed day of Yawmul Jum'ah where you promise to answer dua. We ask you, Ya Rabbil Alameen, to accept our dua and to forgive us for our sins and to make us obedient to you, Ya Rabbil Alameen, and to make us obedient to our parents. And we, we ask you, Ya Allah, to make us beakers of light and du'at in this land. We ask you, Ya Allah, to make to guide us and to guide with us and to guide through us and to make us sources of guidance to others, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ibadallah in Nida and Fa'aminu, Allah Mahvilana, the Nubana, wa Israfana fi Amrina, wa Sabit Akdamana, one Surna ala al-Qawmil Kafirin, Allah Majal al-Hayat as a Yada Talana fi Kuli Khair, Wajal al-Mautara Hatalana min Kuli Shar, Allah Mahvilana Hazlana, Wajidana, Wahataana, Wahamdana, Wakulu Zalika Indana, Ya Rabbana, Ya Rabbana, Allah Mahar. الأقصى المبارك يا رب العالمين اللهم كل المستضعفين من المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم كل المستضعفين من المسلمين في الصين وفي بورما وفي كشمير وفي فلسطين وفي سوريا وفي العراق وفي اليمن اللهم أغث إخواننا في اليمن وكلهم عونا ونصيرا ومؤيدا وظهيرا يا رب العالمين اللهم ارفع مقتك وغضبك عنا واجعل دائرتك على أعدائك يا رب العالمين عباد الله إن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من إنسه وجنه فقال عز من قائل إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأقم الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله استو استو اعتدلوا الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين ألهاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر 
كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورأيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر إنه كان توابا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم السلام اللهم لا مانع 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Just a couple quick announcements, inshallah. So tonight we have an action-packed night after the Tarbiyah program, right? And between Maghrib and Isha, for the whole community, we have Sheikh Abdullah Deeb and Sheikh Ahmed Deeb who came all the way from Michigan, from Toledo. Is that Ohio or Michigan? Ohio, yeah. Ohio. Right, they came from Toledo, Ohio to join us today, inshallah, to do uh, a special program about the three first commandments to humanity by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's going to be a nice panel discussion. And it doesn't finish there. It gets even better. After Isha, we have the world-renowned Qari, Sheikh Hassan Saleh, joining us tonight, inshallah ta'ala, him and a panel of Qurra' that are going to do Quranic recitations, they're going to do some nasheed, and we're going to kick it and have fun like we always do on Friday nights, inshallah ta'ala. So make sure you do come tonight, bi-ithnillah Bring your family, bring your kids. And for the Tarbiyah program, make sure to come 6 p.m. sharp if your kids are registered for the Tarbiyah program, inshallah ta'ala. Asr is at 5.45, so we're going to start 6 p.m. sharp. Uh, we also make dua for our beloved Shaykh Abdullah Ma'moon. Shaykh Abdullah Ma'moon, he lost his father uh, earlier today, subhanAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, forgive him and have mercy on him. Allahumma ghafir lahu warhamhu, wa'afihi wa'afu anhu, wa'akirim nuzulahu wa'asa'a mudkhala. Allahumma ahshurhu fi zumrat al-nabiyyin, wa'assaddiqina wa'ashuhadai wa'assaliheen, wa'hasuna ulaika rafiqa. Allahumma la tahrimna ajrah, wa la taftinna ba'dah, wa'afir allahumma lana wa lahu ya rabbil alameen. And uh, that's it, inshallah ta'ala. If anyone else has questions about anything, I'll be in the back, inshallah, you can ask. Barakallah. Assalamu alaikum. Also, oh, the last one. We might as well make tomorrow's program's announcement. Tomorrow, we have for our children, our youth, a safety and self-defense workshop. Inshallah. Our captain, Shaheed, uh, Shaheed Azam, Muhammad is joining us. He's a captain of police department and it's going to be a whole workshop and presentation how to defend themselves, how to be vigilant, how to notice, you know, dodgy and shady people. So if you want to give this training to your kids, it's very crucial, very important. I would urge everyone to come out. I'm bringing my kids. Inshallah, you bring yours as well. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum. It's going to be at 2.30. So after Luhur, 2.30 to 4, inshallah ta'ala. 2.30 to 4. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum.